Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the best of the Joe Show, where we run back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hi, I'm Dan Day. Happy Hump Day. Better yet, happy Hawkman Hump Day. That's what we do on Wednesdays to help you get over the hump. Play back a segment from the Hawkman and Crowder show that you can hear on this radio station weekdays from 3 to 6. We're going to get to that in just a little bit, but right now, let's get into some headlines. Coach Flores says he's sticking with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the Dolphins' starting QB. Finns and Cowboys face off Sunday at 1. Miguel Rojas' career-high six RBIs powered the Marlins past the D-backs last night, 12-6. to The two are currently playing in Arizona with the Diamondbacks leading 5-3 in the 7th. Steph Curry plans to play for Team USA at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. The Heat begin NBA play in Miami October 23rd against Memphis. Tonight at 7, the Panthers continue preseason play in Montreal against the Canadiens. Catch tomorrow night's rematch here on 560 The Joe WQAM. The Canes look to even their record at 2-2 two two this Saturday when they take on Central Michigan here in Miami at 4 o'clock. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> A Florida couple was recently caught having sex in the back of a patrol car after being arrested for riding bikes drunk. I don't know about you, but this makes me so proud to live in this state. A half-naked man recently attacked a school bus in L.A. while it was driving down the freeway. After being arrested and clothed, the man attacked a church. Ah, the male version of a hot mess. Catch the video on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio. Thieves recently made off with $80,000 worth of wigs from a Miami Gardens warehouse. Don't look at me, I'm happy with my $5 toupee. Now on to weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast calls for clear skies with temperatures in the mid-80s. For the best poker promotions in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Come win your share of $350,000 in monthly high-hand giveaways. That's more than $10,000 a day in high hands. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for more info. Mornings, they belong to Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, Hollywood, and Biff. Earlier today, they were talking with Fox's Charles Davis. He says this weekend's Dolphins versus Cowboys game could be the biggest story in the NFL. He also discusses the Dallas D, the unsung Cowboy, will Eli make the Hall of Fame, and the Dolphins draft. Friend of the program, Charles Davis from the NFL on Fox and uh, NFL Network, and he's a draft analyst. MC's big events in South Florida. MC's big events in South Florida. Yeah, One of the voices on Madden. He's got a lot of jobs, but... That pays well. Pays well. Not as good as this Fox gig. No, probably not as good as the Fox gig. But this week... He gets to see our Miami Dolphins. Last week, he got to see the Dallas Cowboys. They face off this week 
in Arlington. Charles, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? We're doing we're doing as well as you can for a rebuild, man. That that's what I'm telling. <laughs> you know, for for finding out about we when we said we might be rebuilding, we don't mess around. We do a serious we do a serious rebuild. Whether you're 22 or 24 or whatever, Charles, I'm I'm just curious. You're getting ready to do this game, and 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 by the way, hold. It may not be over by the time this game happens. I was afraid to get up this morning. I thought it might be Kenyon or somebody else, man. So how, how do you treat this game as you get ready? for this one against the Cowboys? Well, look, I don't think anyone wants to insult anyone's intelligence and sit here and go, well, you know, you treat it like any other game because, the, the, you know, so anything can happen. All right, well, we know that that's true. We've seen it. That's, what, that's why sports compels us to watch, to remain interested. We can all tick off the biggest, you know, upsets we've seen in our lives, the, the ones that we said absolutely couldn't happen, they happened anyway. So you have to go into it with the idea that, our game could be the biggest story in the NFL over the weekend. And if you don't go into it and respect it that way, then you're not doing your job. The second part is, yes, you look at it and you see right now what appears to be a pretty good pretty good disparity in rosters and how they're playing to start the season. I mean, everything that you're seeing in Miami, if you see ranks next to it, you often see the word last. Okay, so let's, let's, not, let's not kid ourselves that they have more than struggled coming out of the gate. So you must be prepared if the game goes in that direction, what you're going to talk about. Not only just the action on the field, but what's swirling around the Dolphins franchise and why they are in the state that they're in. What's going on with the Cowboys now, who appear after two games going into this one to be a true contender in the NFC? Will that continue? Will that trend happen? And then, of course, whatever happens during the game will also dictate and shape our stories. Because look at Philadelphia Atlanta on Sunday night. Philadelphia goes into the game as a prime Super Bowl contender. Can they get back there? Can Carson Wentz do this? Can they do that? By the time that game was over, we're still going to say Philadelphia we like, but now they've got eight different injuries. <laughs> Some of them key, and one of the biggest ones is always, is can Carson Wentz play 16 games? Because he got hurt in that game, came back and played. Will he be okay this week? So you see where the game the yeah. game's going to take us in the direction it needs to take us. But again, as I said, let's not insult anyone and sit there and go, well, you know, it's an even matchup. And no, that's not that's not what it appears on paper. But could it play out that way? Well, we'd better be prepared for that. Well, that'll be a shocker to all of us down here if there's anywhere even on that even strategy. We've seen the last two weeks of really, really bad football, outscored by 90-plus points, just not looking good at all uh, against two pretty good teams, so we'll give them that. Baltimore and New England also playing well. Dallas, another team right now, like you said, who's a contender in the NFC. Uh, what do you think of this team right now? Dak playing well right now. Ezekiel back in the fold. Like The team is playing good right now, and the Dolphins are running into probably another juggernaut this week yeah they're playing very well and the best part for dallas is they have room to get better because the defense hasn't been what they want to be especially in the term in terms of taking the ball away so that's that's what you know they haven't sacked the quarterback like they expect to they get robert quinn back this week i would expect they'll make that roster move today um, after his two-game suspension that should help take some of the pressure off of you know, Demarcus Lawrence out at the other end. They may have a couple things along the way, but they have enough depth that they feel like that they can fill that in. And they got maybe the best set of linebackers in the league. I mean, when you can take Sean Lee and now take him out of your third down defense, Sean Lee, <laughs> when healthy, has 13 career interceptions. That's, that's outstanding for a linebacker. When you can take him out of your third down defense because Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch roam the field, that tells you how deep you are at that position. You know what's amazing, too, about Dallas? I, I was just looking at They've done a pretty good job. We get on Jerry Jones for a lot of stuff, and 
and he didn't have great years the whole time, and he and Jimmy Johnson and that whole relationship. But, boy, I'll tell you what, he's hit, he, they've done a nice job with some of their draft picks, especially, like you mentioned, those linebackers. Yeah, I would agree with that, and let's you know, be as open as we can. When they drafted Jalen Smith in the second round, coming off of the horrific knee injury he had at Notre Dame, in the Fiesta Bowl game, did that not did that get did that not feel like a vanity pick oh, that yeah. Jerry Jones would say right. I'm going to take this guy in the second round because he has an incredible story and we're going to keep it front and center because you were thinking sixth seventh round you take a flyer just in case he can come back all indications were this guy's not going to play in the league there's nerve damage in the knee it wasn't just your your ac you know now we call it the standard acl joe would tell everyone there was no such thing as a standard acl and acl often meant your career was over That's now, right. <laughs> now it was around here us, you know <laughs> hey, right it was <laughs> on this team <laughs> if you got injured in the 70s or 80s in the knee you were done you never came back done. i'm not I, saying the team he, doctors he, were awful but they were awful yeah <laughs> there, there was there been, let, 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 let's let's just let's just say that um, um, none, none of them were Dr. Andrews. No, okay. no they weren't all running. Uh, Although Dr. Andrews, he was probably he was probably a doctor back then. He's like eighty years old. I wish I had known yeah, about the damn guy. Yeah, he, he was he had not quite become Dr. Andrews yeah, at that time. Yeah, so, right. but but that's 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 what you're talking about with, with with that. And so you thought, oh my God, well they hit. Now, how much of that was medical? How much of that was they took a flyer and it worked out? And the kid was unbelievable in his rehab and just, you know, some divine intervention happened. All of that has come together and worked. But you look at their roster through and through. Jerry Jones is the front man for it because he's the president. He's the CEO. He's the general manager. Stephen Jones' son is his right hand. But uh, the unsung guy at that organization is a guy by the name of Will McClay. And Will is their chief personnel guy. He is a guy that may be seen at times. And you often, well, people often go, who's that with Jerry and Steven? That's Will McClay. He never talks. He don't see him in the media. But he handles wow. a whole lot of the personnel. Yeah. So when you say, when you say, hey, I want to draft Johnny Manziel, and they're wrestling the card out of Jerry's hands, and then they draft Zach Martin, Stephen Jones will get a lot of attention for that. Wow. Think to yourself about Will McClay. That's pretty good. Mm. Hey, uh, by the way, wanted to ask you, there's so many great stories going on. This Eli Manning one, bench for Daniel Jones after two games. Uh, I wanted to ask you about about Eli Manning and where we go from here. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Or, or is that even up it's, for debate? It's, it's going to be a debate for a couple of reasons. One, overall winning records with teams. The two Super Bowls, you would think would, would lie. I think that will probably tip tip everything in his favor because not only did they win the two Super Bowls, he was the MVP in both Super Bowls. Right. I think he went. To, I think he's been to four Pro Bowls. But his record as a starting quarterback, and again, it depends on how you want to feel about this. Kind of like, do you equate it like starting pitcher in baseball when we start talking Hall of Fame? Do you take that and kick it to the side? Yeah. I don't know. It just depends on the person. But Eli's record somewhere around five hundred. I mean, overall. And, and and that actually threw me because I had a couple of Giants games last year, and I remember when the season started in their media packet, it listed his record as a starting quarterback, and as their season kept going south, Ooh. they quit listing it. So so I don't know how voters will feel. I think that his numbers will take him towards that, and I think that ultimately it will put him over the top. Highly doubtful to be first ballot, anything wow. like that. So it's a I lot think, more of I a debate than everybody gets in. Okay. Wow. I think it's a uh, Joe. Yeah. Joe, I think it's much more of a debate than maybe people recognize. And the only reason I'm saying it this way 
And you have to understand, there's a huge bias on my part because of, you know, what the Manning family has meant to me in my career and professionally, okay? So so there's a, there's a huge bias towards you. Darn right he's the first ballot guy. <laughs> but I'm trying, to talk, I'm trying to talk as an analyst. I'm trying to talk as someone watching the game. And having talked to people who hold Hall of Fame votes and having talked to them in a, you know, <laughs> look, this is a non-scientific poll. This is just me talking with five, six people that I know hold, hold uh, uh, votes, it is not a lock. I'll just put it to you that way. Wow. They, if they had to vote right now, it is not a lock that they would say that they would cast their ballot. Most of them have said, I think he eventually gets in. So that's code for this This may not be as easy as you think it is. Not as not as fast as I'm sure Eli Holy would smokes. want it to be at this you, you point. Kinda, right. Yeah, you threw me a little change up on full count there. I uh, wasn't expecting that. Not okay. a first ballot guy, Eli. Now, yeah. Charles, you know that basically, uh, you, I'm sure you realize it, but you're going to be on double duty on Sunday, not just calling the game for Fox or being on the broadcast. You're also going to be evaluating this Dolphins team getting ready for the draft, considering the Dolphins are going to be <laughs> the talk of the draft coming up in Las Vegas this yeah. year. Seven picks right now. In the first ninety-nine, you're going to be talking a lot yeah. about the Dolphins the first two nights. Yeah, and I think I think also as we as we look at this, we'll probably talk about the process. You know, the Seventy Sixers, what they did, what Cleveland did, and you remember Cleveland blew through a few GMs and coaches while doing the process. And we may look back and say, you know, Sashi Brown got sacrificed to put Cleveland in a position to be where they are this season as the GM. He made a lot of those moves. People roasted him for giving up the number two pick that became Carson Wentz, but they turned that into Miles Garrett, David Njoku, Jabril Peppers is now in New York. You know, that put them in position to get Denzel Ward and Baker Mayfield at the top. They did a lot of those things. The Sixers, as you know, that's the ultimate tank job for multiple seasons. <laughs> They're now back-to-back 50-win seasons and, and, and prime contenders to come out of the East. So if you parlay it the right way, it can work. The hard part is getting your fan base, getting the team in your, the current team in your locker room to understand what you're doing and have them continue to go hard each and every time they go out on the field. And that's where it's tough for Brian Flores. Because Tom, he's got to look at those guys in the box. It's Josh Rose and Ryan Fitzpatrick thing. They've got to get that figured out quickly. Yeah. Well, we, we think it's already been figured out. And, and you're an SEC guy. I, just the fan in you. I know you haven't evaluated everything yet. That's the other hat you'll wear later in the year and going into next year. Is two of the guy. What do you think? And to be a debate with he and Justin Herbert at Herbert's size. And, and big arm are going to really lead to a heavy debate on that one about how people feel about it. I think Tua is helped now by the Kyler Murrays of the world, the smaller guy going near the top of the draft. There's not the same stigma because Herbert looks like your traditional old school quarterback, 6'5", 6'6", 230 with, with frame to grow. Tua on the smaller side, but the accuracy is there, obviously, and we're not looking down on those quarterbacks, no pun intended, like we did 10 years ago, five years ago, right. whatever you want to call it. So I think it'll be a heavy debate. I got to see Herbert throw in person this summer. That's an impressive thrower and an impressive kid. Remember, he came back to school this year because he wanted to play with his brother and have one more season of college football. Remember, Peyton went back to school to play one last year. A number of guys have gone back, not necessarily a knock. The more experienced you get, the better off you are coming in as long as you don't get hurt, obviously. But I'm telling you, Herbert can throw the ball. I saw he and Trevor Lawrence throw side-by-side side this summer. There's no appreciable difference in how they throw the football. Wow. Mm, interesting stuff. Oh, that's a nice Manning. Speaking uh, of a guy that knows the Manning, and right. by the way, he is good friends with Archie Manning. I, I did see him together. 
So uh, they are good friends. And hey, always great having you, man. Really appreciate you coming on, hey, yeah. Charles. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, Joe. I look forward to seeing you and and before kickoff in Arlington, Texas. I just want to make sure I may I may bother you this week to make sure I can check out a few lineups and have the right guys in the right place. Yeah, okay. well, come down. It gets lonely. I get there about three and a half hours early. It gets a little lonely on the field, man. So come on down, Kim yeah. Camper, and I would love you know, to see you, brother. You, you know, you know, we'll visit. I appreciate you guys. Take okay. care of yourself. Thanks, All Charles. Right. Nothing like a cup of joe in the morning, and you can get yours right here weekdays from 6 to 10. Dan Lebitard, he's internationally known, but he's from right here in Miami. He broadcasts from right here in Miami, and you can hear him right here on 560 The Joe. And next, we're going to hear from him. He's got some new BCS standings on the Best of the Joe show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 